welcome to the Virtually Done podcast. My name is Gemma and I am the founder of Virtually Done. It makes me so happy that you're here listening to these episodes. So please do feel free to tag me on social media and let me know what you think. I really hope you're able to take something away from every single episode that you can implement into your business. So let's dive in. So my first business was a virtual assistant business. And so a lot of the people who come and work with me are service-based entrepreneurs. And a recurring problem is that they need to scale their business, but they are so used to working one-on-one with their clients that they don't know how to do that. So they have been working with clients really, really closely. They are the one who gets on the discovery calls or the sales calls with them. They are, you know, selling their own skills when they're on that call. They're saying, this is why you should work with me. And the client relationships are very close knit. However, they get to this point where they reach an income ceiling because all of their time has already been exchanged for money. And they start to think, okay, how do I scale this? And this is when they start to look at outsourcing. So they might bring on a couple of team members who help out with the work. And then they come to me and they say, Gemma, All of my clients are so used to working with me directly. How on earth do I tell them that I now have a team? Because they have this belief and this worry that as soon as they say to their clients, hey, it's not just me anymore. We've grown and there's a couple of different team members and perhaps you won't work directly with me anymore. They think all their clients are going to leave. They're not going to get any more clients in future because no one's going to want that kind of working relationship and everything's going to fall apart. They have this belief that when they scale, they will lose the intimacy and therefore they will lose their clients. And what this causes is the business to get really stagnant because they can't take on any more work because they're maxed out. They also don't take on any team members because they have that worry and they just end up staying still. And quite often this causes some resentment as well because they know they could be earning more. They know they could take on more clients because there are people who want to work with them, but they just don't know how to get past that barrier so that they can scale their business when they're so used to working with the client so closely. Because the thing is, intimacy is scalable. And I want you to think about this as like, what does intimacy mean to you? Right? Intimacy means close knit, right? Now think about it in terms of friendship groups. You could have a friendship group of just three people. It doesn't necessarily mean that you feel there's intimacy there. Equally, you could have a group of 10 people who are a bigger friendship group, and that could feel really, really intimate. So actually, it's not really about the numbers. It doesn't mean you have to stay small to be intimate. You can be bigger and grow your business and grow your team, and it can still feel intimate. It's about how the people feel, right? Let's say you're at a concert and there are tens of thousands of people and you feel like you're with your family, right? Everyone's singing along, you're getting emotional because everyone's singing. Perhaps the people either side of you have got their arms around you or they buy you a drink and you never even met them before. There's intimacy there, despite the fact that there's tens of thousands of people. People go to church. Again, there's many people in a church that still feels like family to those people. It's still intimate, despite the fact that there's a fairly large group of people. Equally, You could sit on the bus next to one person and it could feel the furthest thing from intimate. So intimacy is scalable because intimacy doesn't mean small. 
So you need to think about ways that you can make those people, your clients, your new clients, or perhaps the ones that you currently have, how do you make them feel like that intimacy is still there even when you step away? Because this is really the solution. The solution is not, you know, I need to accept that clients are not going to like it. Clients are going to hate me for it. Clients are going to stop working with me because I'm not there anymore. You can keep the intimacy while still stepping away and hiring a team. Right. So by telling yourself it's not possible and by staying in the same position because you don't know what to do and you're scared of making this change, you're putting that cap on for yourself. You're, you're setting your own income ceiling and saying, right, I don't think I can get over this. I don't think I can scale the business as it is right now. So I'm just going to stay where I am. When actually it's about how can you grow the business further, but keep the same level of intimacy that your clients had when you only had one client. And I think this is super important, whether you go on to hire a team or not. Let's say your, your capacity is 10 clients. You want your 10th client to feel just as special, just as valued as you did with your first one. And the way that you can keep that, that intimacy there while you still grow and you perhaps you end up with a team of 10 or a team of 100, maybe you've got clients in the thousands, you can still keep that intimacy by doing really personalized things like, you know, when a client joins, send them a personalized video saying, hey, and welcome. When it's their birthday, send them a gift, right? Do a little once a year Christmas party. There are so many things you can do to keep that feeling of close-knit family within your business while still growing the business. And you really want to, when you bring on a team, instill that in your team members too. Because your team want this to feel intimate as well. They want to feel like they've got this family within the working relationship. And so the more that you kind of bring that intimacy into the relationship with your team, with your clients, the more ability you're going to have to scale it and still keep that feeling. So please don't think that intimacy is not scalable and that once you hit your you know, maximum amount of clients, you have to just stop. Please don't think that your clients are going to hate you or leave if you say, hey, we've got a team now. It just means you have to approach it slightly differently and think, you know, when was there a time that you went to a big company, a really big business, and you still felt like you were valued? You know, think about shops like Lush. Lush is a huge business and they've got shops all over the world. But when you walk in, there is always someone to greet you. They create that feeling of intimacy, despite the fact that they have such a big business. And on the other hand, there might be businesses, you know, let's say you have a problem with your energy company and you're trying to ring them up and nobody answers the phone and you're getting passed from person to person. You have to keep ringing up again and saying the same story. Those are the, the relationships where the intimacy is lost because you don't feel part of a close-knit community there. You don't feel supported or listened to. You feel like one of many cogs in their business who is just being forgotten because there are so many customers. Whereas compare that experience to going into Lush when there is someone greeting you at the door. How can you create that intimacy even as you grow? That's the solution to the problem.